This is a life-changing message from Abundant Life Christian Center in Newark, Delaware. More information about Abundant Life can be found at www.alcc1.org. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Miller. Be careful on what you get caught up in because it may not just be God. I got so much stuff I need to give you, not just today, but to give you. And we're, we're going on a different path, so to speak. And what I mean a different path, I don't want to say different path. Let's just say this. We're going on a path that's going to enlighten you and kill religion. How many of y'all wouldn't mind that? Okay, only a few of y'all. How many of y'all wouldn't mind to kill religion and enlighten us with Jesus Christ? Can I be honest with you? There's no power in religion. There's no power in it. That's why you can have 20 churches. You explain to me why we can have 20 churches on one corner and no power. And they still killing folk on that same corner. Tell me how can we have all these churches and no power? Maybe, just maybe, that word's not getting in our heart. And we've substituted the word with a substitute that isn't. And so there's no growth and there's no strength by it. Anything done without the spirit of God, there's going to be a problem. And we've gotten to a place in church. Oh, man, I'm off somewhere, but I'm going to tell you this. If we're not careful, we've gotten to a place where we flow without the spirit of God. And it's okay. We've even got to a place where we don't need the word. Don't give me the word. Just give me an encouraging word to get me through the week, and I'll be all right. And not realizing the soil that we're putting that in, that's a soil that makes you happy just for a little while because you have no root. And now because you have no root, we cannot change nobody's life. Our life isn't changed. And we're wondering why when I hit the door, I walk out, I'm this tall. Before I get to the back of the door, I can barely reach the knob. Did I lose something? I can't. I got to be able to reach the knob. Am I off? I got to be able, when I walk out of here, still be able to reach the knob, not be, uh, I'm this tall because emotionally, I got emotionally stimulated, but now when I get outside them doors, I can't win. I can't even fight my battle. I, as soon as you talk about standing for Jesus, I get offended. Soon as I say God said this, and it's a little hard because of your doctrine, you're mad. Soon as I tell you your butt needs to be in the house of God to learn about the word of God, you get mad and you go, I'm going to take my jacks and I'm going to go play somewhere else. You know why you're like that is because you have no root. People of no root hang together. I look at people. I, uh, <laughs> I'll be nice. I'll be nice. It's amazing that people with no root want more people with no more root. 
And these are, most of the people with no root are called compromisers. They're shades of gray. They're lukewarm. Oh, they're happy when the word comes out. But yet when they get out there, you're one of those. Oh, you're Peter. You're going to. That's why we take the mask off at work. Take the mask off at Walmart. Stop living a undercover life as a believer. Your believers ain't meant to be undercover. We meant to be light. We meant to be soft. Where I live, where I come in, I bring light. Oh, I mess with your life. I mess with you. I mess with you. I mess with you. Man, right now I'm messing with you. Man, I'm designed to some degree get in your butt. Oh, butt. I love God getting in my business. Getting in my business won't leave me the same way. It shouldn't. I should be learning something and say, oh, no, oh, that's me, that's me. I'm shallow, I'm shallow. I do get a lot of joy when I receive. (laughs) And then as soon as you get out, oh, my, no, no. You're a believer? You're a believer. There's just something just shot through my head. How is it that you can live? I don't understand this. How, how is it that you can live a certain way all of a sudden and then tomorrow now you change and now when un, ungodliness presents itself, you take pictures with it. But you are a believer. But because they're in my family... Just because you're in my family and you're in the mess too, that don't mean you get a free pass. Don't invite them over. They don't don't drink. Don't invite me. Glory to God. I'm all right. They don't do this. They don't do that. Okay. I'm not shallow. Glory to God. I go deep. I can take a little persecution. I know it's coming. They, yay, they that live godly shall suffer. This come down to your road. If you're going to live for the kingdom and for God, persecution is on your way. Get used to it, darling. They're going to talk about you, whether they like you or not. Some folk don't even know me. They talk about me. You don't have a clue who I am. That's all right. I'll keep living. He always try to be, I tell you, that's why I don't like that. He always want to try to tell you, you know, this is what God said. This is what God, said. God wants you to live this way. God loves us all. <laughs> but again, before we end, does you love him? Do you love him? Because, see, the love of God should, it should you ever eat garlic? How many of y'all ever eat garlic? Garlic. Garlic. Sorry. I, I had trouble with words all over here. Hey, you know, I had trouble with words. I ain't, I, I'm going to tell you, I had trouble with words. Sometimes I have trouble with words. I knew, I knew. Last Wednesday, what was I saying? Uh, Nelson, Nelson might do. I worked that thing, didn't I? Man, all night. And I had them believing it until the end. 
And then they were like, that ain't no disallification. They would say, Pastor, ain't no word named disallification. I said, yes, there is. I'm pastor. See, that's when you, you, you use the pastor card. I'm pastor. Dissatification. Dissatification. It sounds like still doing. Can you imagine one of the little kids going to school? That's the, I am so dissatification on it. Where'd you learn that? My pastor. Where you go, Chichi? <laughs> I won't find him. <laughs> what was it? What was the word I was trying to say? Dissatisfaction. And I made that say dissatisfaction. I put an F in everything in it. I mean, well, uh, yeah, I put an F in it. I don't know why I put an F in it, and I put an F in it, dissatisfaction. And, um, I'm, hey, I'm, I can laugh. I'm okay. I, that don't blow me away. You know, God knew who he called when he called me. <laughs> I don't trip, man. Folk be like, he can't even say, he can't even say dissatisfied. I, But I can hear God. <laughs> nanny, nanny, boo boo. Talk about me now. You may, I may not say my words right, but I can hear God. You may not even, you can't say your words right and still can't hear. All right, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> a, a, a believer, now watch this. A, a believer, a believer who is on shallow ground, he just been brushed. He really ain't got this thing. Amen. He really ain't got it. Somebody said he ain't got it. You know, write this down. I got to go. With this mindset, the word of God does not go deep within his heart. Many people just wither and die on the vine. Why? Because they have no root. Many never, ever allow the word of God to take root in their heart. They become disillusioned simply because uh, no root and they give up. See, write this down. I want you to get this and I'm going to move on to the next one. Even if you fall, not saying that God wants you to, but even if you fall, write this down and put it in your notes. You never move away from God's house. You never move away from his presence. You never move away from his throne. You never move away from his word. And you never move away from his people. You hear what I say? I'll say it again. If you fail or a true believer at heart never ever moves away from God's house, his presence, his throne, his word, his people, and you'll never be able to stay out of his will. 
true believers just to move off right there. You can't stay away from the house. Talk about baby. You can't. You can't stay away from him. You just can't. And you, and you know, uh, even if you don't like folk, you can't stay away from his people. Because some of God's people are eccentric. You love them, and you be like, oh. You see them coming, and you try to dip. Even though they're God's people, you still love them. Amen. That don't mean you got to be the best of friends. Somebody say amen. When we go on fishing, that don't mean I got to take you with me. <laughs> Somebody say amen. amen. All right. Crowded soul, soil, real quick, real quick. I really am out of time, but I got it real quick. Uh, in the seventh verse, we're talking about the, the thorny soul, and it says, Other souls' seeds fell on among thorns, and thorns grew up and choked them out. As for what was sown among thorns, that is he who hears the word, but the cares of the world and and pleasures and delight of glamour and deceitfulness of riches choke and suffocate the word, and it yields no fruit. Write this down. The seed of the gospel cannot survive to produce fruit in a heart filled with other things. That was good, wasn't it? The seed of the gospel cannot and will, will not survive to produce fruit in a heart filled with other things. You can't be loving on all these other things and think you're still loving on God. He's the one that's supposed to fill your heart. Cars don't fill your heart. How many of y'all have got a new car? I mean, a brand new car. you the first one in the seat. Well, the second or third because somebody drove it off the thing and didn't drive it. Uh, but you, you got a new car? How many of y'all had a new car? Had one. You bought one... Who, who bought a new car five years ago? That's who I'm looking for. All right. Five years ago. All right. Okay. Five years ago. When you bought that car, it was nice, wasn't it? Smell good. Oh. You get in, you go, this new car. You don't like to put the windows down because you want it to still smell good. They even tried to make a spray. It don't work. I tried it. <laughs> I mean, I'm the only one. I tried Now watch this. I'm going somewhere. And so I sprayed it in the car. It didn't work. All right. But how many of you, five years ago, when you bought that car, it was just nice. Now that you got it, it you got fried. It just, remember when you first bought it? Don't eat, my, don't eat in my car. You know, hey, 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 Doc. Hey, Doc, you wipe your feet. You wipe your feet. I thought that's why you had floor mats. No, 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 no. Yeah, I got floor mats for that, but don't do that. How many of y'all did that? All right. You know what I mean? Watch this. See, that's the way it is. Now, watch this. If you're not careful, I want you to understand things wear out. And they get old. Are y'all with me? That car that you love so much, that you placed in your heart instead of God, it's going to get old. It's going to break down, and that's when you're going to kick it. <laughs> Stupid car. You're going to talk to it like it's a person. What's wrong with you? This is dumb. You're so dumb. And the car said, you bought me. All right, all right. Amen. I got to be careful. If I allow, watch this. If I allow other things in my life, 
I used to work, I used to work for, I want to show you a trick. I used to work for a soda company years ago, years ago. Let me show you a trick. Y'all hear that? Mmm, smell it too. All right. Now, it just came out. What it just came out, it was pressurized, and the CO2, again, whatever you had at that point, it just came right out. All right. If I leave this out and leave this open long enough and don't put the lid on it, it grows what? Flat. But one thing I learned about soda, you know, if it's what you call shake it up. Taz didn't move. Taz said, I'm cool. I'm cool. Mike was like, what? What? But if you shake it up, feel it. That which was soft becomes hard again. Isn't that soft? I learned that little chick. I was working for Pepsi Cola. I always tell my wife, shake so, shake so, before we put it back in the refrigerator. Shake it, shake it. Right? Why? Because I'm keeping it witch going. Watch this. Watch this. But eventually, it can only take but so many shakes to shake it to go back to its natural state, to the state that it should be in. If you're not careful, the more you allow the world into your life, the more of who you are is escaping. And so you become soft. You now become a soda with no fizz. Pop with no pop. Are you with me? And that's what we become to the world when we allow ourselves and things to choke the word. It comes in and stops us from being who we sh really should be. So the world doesn't see us as Christ. They see us as soft soda. Right. That now, how many of y'all, let me ask you a question. How many of y'all like flat soda? You ever had flat soda on ice? <laughs> Praise him. You be at somebody's house, you play it off. <laughs> oh, you want some more? <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> then when you get out, oh my God, that's so weak. The world doesn't need soft soda. It needs salt. It needs light. Are you with me? If you allow what's going on in the world to get into your life, it chokes out the word. Are you with me? I can't allow other things to get in. There's going to be movies. There's going to be a whole bunch of slew of things that are going on. You don't have to get involved with it. Are you with me? Your chase for financial freedom may be in messing with your liberty in Christ. Now, don't get me wrong. Oh, don't, don't take that the wrong way and say God don't want me to be blessed. No, God does want you to be blessed. But, see, you're trying to get something that's already yours. And you spend a lot of time trying to work on things that God said my grace is already presented. I've given you grace so now that you just receive it. Okay, I think that just might have flew somewhere, but let's go back and fix it and make it right. God, doesn't, God still calls me to be industrious. 
but he never wants anything that I do to squeeze out what he's doing when it pertains to the word. Does that make sense? Because some of our biggest companies that back in the day that we knew were was they were a lot of believers. Believers who believe God in tithe. Are you with me? So God really doesn't have a problem with you having stuff. He has a problem when the stuff has you. When that's all you think about. Is your stuff. But can I ask you a question before we go? Do you really own anything? Or are you just, I mean, to some degree, like your home. Do you own your house? How many of y'all own your house? Y'all don't own your house? Oh, Lord, we got to teach another program. Glory to God. Does some of y'all own your place? Oh, no. Not not any yet. Did they know what I meant with own? Okay, that's all right. All right. All right, write this down, write this down, write this down. Oh, my gosh. Everybody, look, let me say this before we go. Everybody is not destined to go where you're going. So when wheat and tear are growing together, you have to recognize and understand that everybody that looks like God may not be like him. And some folk and the deceitfulness of certain things is some people get involved in my life not to help push me and propel me to God's best, but to help bring me down so that I don't receive his best. Somebody say amen. Amen. All right. The deceitfulness of riches comes in and messes with your heart and your mind, and you cannot allow that to happen. Somebody say amen. amen. Last but not least is the choice of soil is the soil that lands on good ground. This soil that lands on good ground is a picture of the heart that has been plowed deeply by the word of God. It's a picture of the heart that is filled and prepared by the grace of God. It's a picture of the heart who, when it receives, it brings forth 34, 30, 30-fold, 60-fold, and 100-fold. Before I leave, I want to tell you this. When that heart, when that hits your heart, it's an outward manifestation it's an outward manifest. Oh, that's good. Oh. It's an outward manifestation of the inwardness of God. True. Did y'all hear what I just said? My 30, 60, and 100 fold is an inward manifestation of what is going on in my heart. So that now comes out of that. So I'm, the fruit that I'm receiving is the, 100, the 30, the 60, and the 100 comes from what has been received in my heart. Now, let me say this to you before you go. Everything, watch this, every place where the word of God hits, and if it gets in your heart, it is designed to bring forth fruit. If the word does not bring forth fruit, it did not get in your heart. Somebody say amen. Amen. Say it out loud. If the word word does not get get in my heart, heart, it does not not bring forth fruit. Every place the word, when the word hits my heart, it designed, the word is designed to bring forth fruit. If there is never fruit coming from my life, something's wrong. 
Um, can I give you three, three types of fruit you should have? All right, before you walk out the door, I'm going to give you this and give you a scripture. Ready? Three types of fruit you should have. Number one, you should have the fruit of sanctification. When I have sanctification, it means when I'm uh, bringing forth this fruit, it's saying I'm becoming more like him. Every day my walk should be getting better like him. What used to get me upset yesterday shouldn't get me upset today. I'm getting better. Amen. Somebody say, I'm getting better. Even with dealing with people, I'm getting better dealing with you. I'm getting better. I say that every day. I say it all the time. I'm getting better. I'm getting better, Lord. Glory to God. He said, you're getting better. Okay, here come a test. <laughs> Let's see if you really got it. Glory to God. Well, he don't send a test. You know the enemy does. All right. Secondly is spirituality. We will behave more like him. The more I get like him, the, this, this is fruit that comes. I, first, I look like him. Amen. I become more like him. Now I start to behave more like him. These are fruits that should come out of it. Number three, we become more burdened like him. What do you mean by that, Pastor? I become more burdened like him. I want him more and more, and I want souls more and more. It's just not enough for me to be in church. It's just not enough for me to know of Jesus. Now everybody else got to know. I got to tell you about him. Take off your mask. Let everybody know you ain't 007. Somebody say amen. amen. No more undercover. Amen. Live for the kingdom. They ain't going to like you. So what? Even people, some, some especially, hey, don't, especially some, some people who say they're believers, they don't agree with you all the time, do they? Believers, some believers, some folk that say they're believers, they really ain't believers. Especially when you hit them with something that God say they, that's going to hit their life. Oh, no. Oh, wait a minute now. Hold up now. You know, God, you can have everything else, but not that. Somebody say amen. amen. Read this scripture for me. I want you to uh, write this down because we got to go. John 21, 15. And, and I'll, I'll let you go after that. Is that okay? Y'all right? Y'all get anything to that? Okay. Well, I told you I was going to get this before I go. John 15. What did I say? There you go. Thank you all for being with me. So when they had dined, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than these? And he said unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He said unto him, Feed my lambs. He said to him again, Well, wait a minute, Jesus, why are you stuttering? I ain't stuttering. I'm saying it again because I want to find out something. I need to get you to a place where you understand you love me more than anything else. And then you're in this for me, not for your own benefit or what you can get out of me so that you can say I'm blessed. Look what he said. So he said to him again, second time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? He said unto him, yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee? He said unto him, feed my sheep. Now, if somebody questioned you two times with the second question, you like, Okay, yeah, I did just say, yeah, I love you. Then he says, he said on him the third time, whoa, wait a minute. Now, why, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? This is Jesus. Isn't this the Jesus after he has been crucified? 
I believe this is the Jesus after he's being crucified. Who was the one, who was the one that denied him three times? Isn't this powerful how he's restoring this man? Jesus said, I'm not going to leave here this time without you being restored. Back to who you were, but you have to kill you because remember, you were wanted to be in front of everything. On the boat, Peter was the one. If that's you, Lord, I come. Bid me to come out there. You know, remember when the remember Peter was the dude. He was the dude. Like if you get in a fight, you call him. That's the dude. Everybody knows a dude like that. You gonna go down? You don't call everybody. Right, right. I told y'all this. I love you. Know this. I play it, but you know I love you, right? But if I'm going to go down, I'm calling Amber Ross because I know Amber Ross can do her thing. Uh, and I'm going to talk a whole bunch of stuff behind Amber Ross. What? 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 No, nah, I'm playing. I'm playing. But no, she don't, she don't play. She don't play. Amen. 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 She get it from her daddy. She get it from her daddy. Her daddy don't play either. There's certain folks I'm taking with me. Right. Amen. Well, what I'm trying to say is Peter was at a place where he had to die to self. And until self dies in you, you can't serve him. So Jesus is really questioning him now to bring him back to where he should be. Because remember, Peter, this is the same Peter. He, yes, he did walk on the water. He's the first one out of that boat. But yet, he's also that dude that cut off the guy's ear. He wasn't playing, man. Peter was a bad dude, man. And so he's cutting off his ear. He's, 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 he's this boisterous guy, but something needs to die on the inside. It has to be about me. And when you really love me, see, when you really love me, that's when people say, I really love God. Stop saying you love him and you won't keep his commandments. Right. The question isn't about is God love. The question is, do you love God? Last question he asked Peter again. He says, he said unto him the third time, Simon. Son of Jonas, lovest thou me? Peter was grieved because he said unto him the third time, lovest thou me? And he said unto him, Lord, thou knowest all. Uh-oh, that's what we've been waiting for. That's what he had been waiting for from this man. So now he gets him where he, now he can, he can be this rock. He can be there. He can be this Petrus. Watch this. And he said unto him, Lord, thou knowest all things. Thou knowest that, that, that I love thee. Jesus said unto him, feed my sheep. He now becomes restored. He's now back to being what God really desires for him to be. Because in order for us to serve him, there are certain things that we have to do. We have to sell out. Everything that we have, we've got to sell. It's all or nothing. All for him or none for him. There is no middle ground. And I'm out of time. Amen. 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 Amen.